Hello and welcome back to Unwrap Your Mind. My name is Maria Magdalena Plal and I have a conversation episode for you today with my beautiful and wonderful guest Sana. And Sana and I, we talked about many different things and it was so inspiring to listen to her and I'm so grateful to, to share all of that with you in just a little bit and Sana is one of the people that inspire me a lot in terms of also my own healing journey and my own yeah spiritual path and she has been yeah she played a big role in me connecting more to the energy work and to allowing my sensitivity to really come through even more and with allowing that and to find alignment and deeper connection to my own heart and my heart's truth and that's why yeah i'm so happy that i can share her energy with you in this podcast and give you a taste from that as well and we are going to talk about alignment, we're going to talk about what it means to go on your own healing journey and also how to find out what you want and how to yeah, reconnect deeper to yourself. And we have yeah, many different topics we're going to about and I actually decided to split this episode or the whole conversation into two parts just because I realized when I was listening to it by myself again when I was cutting it it's just a very long and deep conversation and in order for you to get the most out of it I split it in two parts so that you yeah can be really awake and yeah open when you when you listen to it and not be overwhelmed with too much input since I like to have shorter episodes on the podcast so basically you can look forward to two beautiful episodes with her this week and the week after and yeah let's start with the first part and i hope you enjoy it as much as i did when i was talking to her and when i was listening to it again Welcome, Sana. I'm super grateful that you're here and that you're joining Unwrap Your Mind. And yeah, it's for me like very special still to have guests on my podcast, even though that was my main intention with, with the podcast to also invite guests and to bring people 
into the podcast that inspire me and that's a reason why you're here because I remember the first the first moment we met and uh, that I was really inspired by the place uh, that you created uh, which I'm sure we will probably talk about Buddhist and <laughs> yes yeah so I'm curious if you just want to introduce yourself a little bit who is Sana uh, also maybe who's Sana right now in this moment Oh, thank you so much for uh, having me <laughs> uh, and uh, inviting me to your beautiful podcast. Um, I always find that those kind of questions tricky. Who am I and how are you? <laughs> and I also ask them myself, uh, but I also, in the second I pose the question, I realize, wow, the answer is always so big. But uh, I am Sana, that's, uh, and I just recently uh, realized that my name, it means truth in Swedish. It also means Sana, like healing in Spanish, and Sana also means be well, pretty much like healing in the Atlantean language, I've recently learned. So it's like a common thread, red thread through my name. And I guess that's, I'm also Sagittarius, which means I seek. I have my ascendant in Scorpio, which also means that I like to go deep. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I think I'm basically all about finding my truth and helping others find theirs. And um, I'm very much about alchemy uh, to transform um, our shadows into our gifts, sort of. So, and right now I am joining, uh, I think, all the collective in a um, pressured week <laughs> under the full moon of Scorpio. I, even though I love, I somehow feel very home uh, in, in the energy of Scorpio, but there is a lot of uh, pressure around. For me, I think it's very interesting, the um, balance between uh, freedom or the polarity, you could say, between freedom and control that's going on just right now. And this year is a theme. Uh, so that's where I'm at. I'm trying to keep aligned, <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> but definitely um, feeling uh, emotional this week. Mm. Yeah, yes. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just also mentioned something that was relevant for me and what I heard about alignment because that's also something I really connect to to you and to your work um, just because it aligned me more uh, with myself and I like also through our talks that we had together alignment is a big topic for you is that right it is it is and I think somehow in this um field uh, is it's so difficult to separate things because in in essence I think all kind of practices really aspire to a greater alignment to really and for me the simplest uh, way of saying that is that that when we believe what we believe uh, is also aligned with what we feel and what we do that's kind of the um, There's also, you can also express that state 
uh, as presence, complete presence. So you can explain uh, state of flow. Um, but uh, I think that's in that's what what we're looking for, even though we don't know it somehow. Mm-hmm. And and what what I find inspiring by it is because you can't really say you can't really give someone. And I think that's mm, relevant. Uh, anywhere you are at it's, it's very difficult to give a person a how to do list <laughs> in this line of work because it's such an organic process so uh, but but for me it's very inspiring to on the road to alignment I, I find self-discovery as the key to really get to know your different parts so mm. uh, and, and by knowing your different parts and by expanding what I call there's different names for that too but the like the central channel or your observer by expanding that space uh, those two things combined uh, will help you uh, get into alignment basically because you can actually feel what's out of balance uh, and you are open to work with what's um, distorted so so mm. Yeah, that's that's why I think. Also, I I come to realize that my like I think natural energy is um, about alignment. It's really like a vacuum cleaner trying to <laughs> get things out of the way that that's uh, distorted and uh, yeah. So um, yeah, that that in short is alignment for me. <laughs> mm. Yeah, you, you just mentioned that, like bringing this expansion to the central mm-hmm. channel. Mm-hmm. When I think about it, and also when I see how you describe it, also like with your hand, mm-hmm. it re- really reminds me also from shifting from fear to love. Like when yes. we're in fear, we're so contracted. It's almost like if someone is choking us. Yes. And to allow space and to open the heart again and to yeah yeah allow uh, allowance allow flow and i and also when you're like expanding that central channel and um, it's also for me it's like i can see how uh, the energy is flowing out into the body and there's more more space is created between the cells so then things can start to move in, in also the organic way, how it wants to move. Like, I think there's, that's also why it's no how in this field, because it's, <laughs> it's so much an organic process of where you are and what is your bigger purpose and what is the best order for you to approach, for example, your distortions or your fears or your traumas, whatever you want to call them. And what layers is best to approach first and so and and I think that's where the beauty of uh, getting in um, (laughs) in charge of your own journey is uh, apart from that it's super exciting and fun that's actually the way I feel when you get some (laughs) perspective and not only like because I started my journey crying for three months in a row but when you kind of pass that stage and you can you find the key uh, of um, the rhythm of transformation sort of and see it as a natural part of life 
it's it's super fun and it's interesting but apart from that it's also that i mean you are the one knowing your system you are the one knowing sort of your higher intelligence know what what layers to move first so, so mm. uh, and and because i also can see sometimes it's also interesting i think to to explore what different kind of therapies can do for you it's like what what does sound therapy do well for me and it could be different for different persons but for me that's really uh, a subconscious um, way of healing and it's go it kind of aligns me in a very subtle way um, super powerful tool uh, it also raises the vibration and, and increase alignment uh, and and there are times when i feel i need that kind of therapy mm. uh also what what does reiki do what does um shaman work do for for the system and so on and also then uh, when do i need what and um if i even need something usually i basically we don't need <laughs> any healing but but i find it nice and i find it beautiful and i find it um it's it's beautiful that we can help each other Sometimes we really need support or we need to be held. And, um, um, but, but in essence, really, really find the space to tune into yourself and listen to you what, what is needed and not kind of mm -hmm. go, because I think we have a tendency to do that. We go to different kinds of therapies and healings because <laughs> it comes from the head or it comes from uh, also sometimes a fear of feeling fear <laughs> so we just yeah. want to get rid of it it's like take this and get rid of that and then it's gone and and uh, yeah sometimes it's good and and um, but the best thing is to really get in tune with yourself yeah mm -hmm. in my perspective yeah <laughs> so if there's someone listening and i'm sure there are many people that are not sure how to actually feel what do i really long for like what is the therapy that i need mm. um am i coming from a place of i i'm afraid or how how do you come in contact with yourself in that way that you can kind of sense what kind of support do i need right now especially when you're maybe in the beginning of your journey or when your heart is quite closed still yes it, and that's super a super good question and again there is no quick fix and there is no exactly how but but uh just as you say i see a lot of especially young people uh that that's coming to me to that is um super knowledgeable but like the heart is still not open and i think that's really the key so um, in terms of um, doing the best you can in the point you are, I think um, actually just sitting down, creating space, uh, grounding into Mother Earth, because that's mm. the key for me. The root, if you have too much up here, the root is really go down to the ground and then up to the heart. <laughs> so ground properly uh, and... Um, uh, go into meditation of some kind the ones you feel comfortable with or if if that's uh, something you prefer lie down if it's easier um, it's interesting to be aware of that when we are lying down we're connecting with mother earth 
we're like aligning with her. Uh, but when we are sitting up, we are aligning with our higher self and Mother Earth. So mm -hmm. it's a bit of a different connection. But um, but uh, um, so meditating, just try to get to your heart. It's my dog. If you hear anything, <laughs> she always she always takes part somehow in in everything I do. Uh, uh, just connect with your heart. Maybe take a couple of deep breaths. Uh, <laughs> uh, breathing in, just imagine you expand and open your heart. Breathing out, letting go of everything that's in the way. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, she's not getting into her bedroom. <laughs> so she's, and one second. Sorry, she need. Otherwise, we won't have any peace. Um, yeah. <laughs> so breathing in, uh, visualizing that your heart is opening up and expanding. Breathing out, letting go of everything in in the way of opening your heart and opening just your heart for yourself. And then sit with it for a while and tune in and see what the heart has to say. I think that's like uh, further down the line, you'll, you'll know maybe more precisely. You can talk to the body and see, do my body need help? Or is it my spirit or is it my soul or my heart? And, and often we can kind of maybe tune in straight away, but in in the beginning, heart, the heart, I think, is, the, is like the base for everything. <laughs> so it's a good, mm. good place to check in because it's really, it's really connecting like uh, our higher self with our body. Uh, it's like in the middle. <laughs> so it's a good place to, to go and just check in and see. Basically, ask your heart mm. uh, if this is the perfect, the highest and best for you. So that's like... And, and then I would also like to say that it's also about exploration. So uh, for me, I gone to therapies and I realized that was not a good thing to do because that didn't feel well. Or So we have to have those experiences as well. And uh, they are good in a sense. So um, learning by doing, but also learning by connecting within. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I remember from myself that in, in the beginning, it was super hard to, when I asked myself, what do I want? And when I tuned into my heart, then I oftentimes didn't really feel something because I was like skipping the heart in a way, because yeah. I was too afraid what will come up. Because intuitively, yes. unconsciously, I knew that there is a big stuff, like there's big stuff. And when we open it, we are confronted with it. Yes. And what you also said about trying out, um, I realized that's what I did in the beginning also to just, you need to practice to, you can ask yourself tiny questions about maybe even what do I want to eat right now? Like to make yes. these tiny choices, in my opinion, or my experience that also allowed me more to connect to my heart it's super exactly and super and just also the act of i know it sounds basic but it really is a heart opener to really like communicate with the heart daily or the body and and just ask and then what do you need and then actually giving it to the heart mm -hmm. as much as we can because then you start the trust 
you start to trust yourself that you actually hear what the heart has to say and and you will get confirmation that and like the circle is complete when you give it to the heart so yeah it's a beautiful way and actually a very simple way to start communication but always mm -hmm. always always i think we have to uh, create space and we also have to on some level decide or dedicate uh, because this mm. kind of journey is not something you do on a weekend basis from time to time it's not a um, i'm just gonna uh it's not a uh, uh, one-time thing huh? <laughs> no and it's not an extra little uh, top on the, i mean if you do it like that it, you can have it and it's probably something will happen but it, the big change won't happen in that and it won't happen from the head so it's it's a dedication and it's a it's a um it takes some courage <laughs> to step into it uh, mm -hmm. but it's uh, so rewarding yeah why did you choose to go on that journey <laughs> yes exactly why did i i think i've more or less always been on that journey uh, in terms of at least the part of looking for the my truth uh, it's not mm. the truth but mine uh, I even worked with it I worked as a brand um, strategist brand management strategist and uh, all we did was look at insights um, why do people choose to consume this and that? And I always looked at those kind of group discussions as like humans. And, and like, I wanted to go much further. They didn't really uh, sync with the um, business purpose always. <laughs> but I think of myself, all my friends, all the time, I've always been looking deep uh, in, into human Human psychology has always thrilled me. But uh, I didn't have actually this dramatic um, situation. I had, I think I was one of those who had felt something was missing. I, it kind of frustrated me. It was uh, some, some kind of emptiness. And the big shift, of course, happened when my father died because then it was more obvious and I could also feel, I could feel the spiritual realm in, in a very... Um, palpable way uh, when 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 he died when he passed over to the other side that started the movement so th there were a lot of uh, of course um, steps on the way um, but the big shift would happen when I went to Brazil and uh, went to uh, they call it a spiritual hospital but it's like a retreat center with a very high vibration mm. and um, uh, that's that's sort of when my decision came and I think it was part conscious part subconscious but uh, uh, that's when my heart opened for real mm -hmm. I say so um, I don't think I had a moment when I decided it was a um, progress but I think it was just like a natural path for me <laughs> yeah. And I never had, I never really had, I wanted very much. And I remember that from my father's passing to until I went to Brazil, I was going deeper into this uh, analyzing myself. And I really wanted, I could, could 
somehow see patterns and I wanted to change them. I know a lot of people feel this too, but I couldn't, I could not really find the key. And the key, of course, was in the heart. And I, I obviously needed this uh, huge um, energy boost from Brazil to really explode the heart. And I, it very much felt like someone grabbed everything inside the heart that was blocking, put it on the table, and then uh, said, here you go, <laughs> deal with it. Mm-hmm. And then I could sit and pick these pieces up. And like after that, um, I, I started this journey of, really um, understanding this alchemy rhythm. Yeah, Mm, that's beautiful, yeah. Thank you for sharing that. I, when I, yeah, listened to you, I got this impulse also about curiosity and in a way like seeking truth and like finding out what is my truth. It's also like being driven by curiosity. Yes and aliveness like when I tune into curiosity it's like I'm just curious I want to know what what is behind it and like because it feels so much more alive when we are in that state of curiosity and coming back to this inner child the spontaneous child which I also feel that's where our essence is at Yes. And which I also think it's in the heart. Mm. Uh, And yeah. I so agree. I also, I was actually, I I think I've talked about it before, but I I was recently in the pyramids uh, where I made, it was my first time in the pyramids. And we made a um, meditation around the inner child. And that was really what came out, but I could see these two very clear uh, features of myself. Well, one was the sensitivity, which is really my greatest tool and my greatest gift and also my greatest challenge and the um, excitement of being on earth. And I think this excitement can really be, uh, of course, channeled in different, it could be for some, it's like the animals, for some, it's uh, nature, Uh, for some, uh, it can be so many things, but for me, it's really, I love nature and I love human, uh, the animals, but I, I think the human psychology uh, is my, it's some excitement to understand how human works. It's exciting to see how dots connect and also how it connects to the whole. Uh, I always also liked uh, the bigger picture. So yes, I totally relate to that feeling of excitement and and in in that pyramid i could really like see my theme uh, in this life and and also reconnect to the excitement because um it's almost the last the recent years i really felt that excitement again um that had been a bit on pause i think for a couple of years or kind of a lot of years actually Mm. so it's a beautiful place to be <laughs> yeah and it's yeah. so cool what you said about uh, excitement that for some it's more nature and for some it's more animals for some it's human humans yeah. because I think when we do and we when we go on that path it's not that we all become a healer and we all become a coach and because that's also <laughs> we don't need thousands of and millions yeah. of healers no and exactly to go on the path to actually 
find your own excitement what are you really excited about where is your curiosity rooted where is your mm. um, what brings you into this aliveness and yes yes and that can be um, cooking that can be yeah being in nature and that can be anything when it Yeah, it is so interesting. I also find that a lot of people have a bit of a blockage around aliveness and passion that we feel that we we're not quite allowed to have that feeling somehow. There's a lot of shame and there's a lot of stuff in the way of feeling it. So I think that's that's a super both beautiful and important quest to to go on that journey of where where do i find this aliveness where do i find this curiosity um and as just as you said i think we're in a time <clears throat> i think that's also very connected to the work i do that we are it's not it's not we don't have to go an education go on an education to become a medium or a healer or anything like that um, we can because it can also be tools on the way uh, but um, really it's about finding what we are here for <laughs> what in what capacity are we going to help change uh, this new earth I think that's uh, exactly what um, what is happening right now and I I find that also uh a new layer of excitement because if we look back there was a lot of i mean i don't know 15 20 years ago maybe more there's it was like these seances with pre proving that the dead people come to visit and usually they spend half an hour explaining the person and and then they were they had a message and it's like hello hope you're fine <laughs> it's like why <laughs> well, why should we do that uh, but it's like the that was also a phase of like um, proving that there's something more so that was their task sort of and then mm -hmm. we, we started to yeah the processes were much heavier and uh, it really has been such a separated world there it's like oh there's some people who actually have the power to talk to Uh, other realms or angels or whatever we call them guides and now we're at a, a place where it's accessible to everyone it has always been in a sense but maybe not practically so but now it's really becoming accessible to to everyone so uh, uh, that is and that also enlarges the potential so much and it, it then the um, the challenge kind of becomes how how do i mm, get aligned how do i manage my energy how do i um, find my essence and how do i actually in in the end uh, how am i able to manifest what's within me how can mm. i sort of embody uh, the real me and create from that point so it's, it's like a whole other arena and uh, that's opening up and that is super exciting I, I find also it's super exciting to see what people are going to create <laughs> because I think it's going to be super cool things that's going to like surpass all the bank systems, like completely new healthcare systems, uh, new ways of looking at 
the psychology and, and the distortions within that field, which, we, which is so much needed. Um, building architecture, how we build our houses, how we uh, um, work with the energy uh, in a natural way all the time, in a working space or in a home or whatever. Mm. Uh, school, super, like all these kind of areas that I feel is waiting for new innovations and new creations. So that, that really excites me. Mm, yeah. And that's also why we need the people that are in those fields and that are excited about these fields and to yes. bring their truth and their aliveness into the, those places so that we can create all of these areas, school system, architecture, yeah. and all of these parts. And I can see right now, if we just like a metaphor, it feels like this is a corridor. Maybe it was like this before. Now it's like this. And out comes from here comes basically or mainly I'd say yoga teachers and uh, other like healers and, and stuff like that and I think this is like room getting very broad like this and, and we also in terms of if it's going to be this broad we also need these healers and teachers <laughs> yeah. we need a lot of them to spread out in the collective and then it's going to be a huge passage so like this is the new way of uh of living in a sense yeah. a new way of being on earth so yeah there's something super interesting when i when you show me like and when you show us like this path and then you're in this expansion it's again like what we had in the beginning a little bit and it yeah. brings me to this uh the topic that i want to talk about with you as well that there is that i also think that in order to become or that we shift as a collective to that broadening, we also need to see that we are more than just the body, the physical body. And that's the part that I'm um, bringing more and more into also this podcast, Unwrap Your Mind, to like talk about energy and to not hide it. And I, I know for myself that I was I was hiding with that because I wanted to, I was afraid to be rejected or to be perceived as a weirdo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's, but it's not like it's, we are more than just the physical body. And if we, as long as if, as long as we're denying that we're not able to, to shift. And we're also not able to shift to a new earth. So we need to see and experience that we are more than just the physical body. Very much. And for me, you're like an expert <laughs> on energy <laughs> work. Um, I really, I got in touch with, like I was in touch with energy work before. I think it was always a part of my journey since yes. I was quite young mm. and as I said I was not allowing it and mm. when I did the work with you also during your co course metamorphosis I really allowed myself to step into that field as well and to open up even more to my sensitivity uh, mm. which is yeah such a big part of actually feeling and experiencing 
the energy field around me and mm. I think it's not necessary that necessary that everyone needs to feel it or sense it but I think it's important to know that we all have the ability we're born like that we're born born that open and yes um, otherwise yeah. we wouldn't be alive actually yeah uh, without it and um <clears throat> Exactly, as you say, I think it's the, the sensitivity is the key to really. Because often I find also that people believe or have the, what's it called, pre-recognition that we're going to, if you're going to see stuff, you're going to see it in physical. So you're going to see like a human being standing in front of you, like it would be a physical person. Now, some people do that, for example, uh, but most people have like an inner sight where they see, and that's very closely connected to the fantasy and the everything else we see up here in the head. Uh, and the same with energy that some, you think that is going to feel like a, physical matter but it's not because it's not that dense so it's going to be more subtle so uh, the more you kind of allow uh, whatever like comes through to 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 work with that <laughs> the more you're gonna start to trust your own capability of feeling uh, energies and seeing energies whatever capability you have um, and um yeah, for me, I think it's it's like so inherent in me, so I don't really think about it. <laughs> yeah. But but for me, the real shift came when when I met a friend who spoke the same language, because that's also a thing. If we talk about these um, earlier eras, there was a lot about mediumship and you know channeling and. Um, using that kind of uh, method to get information but there's just everything is is really energy so there's just as much information in all kinds of fields and, and I think for me uh, that was like how that was the spiritual part in the beginning and what I did I didn't really see it as a part of maybe spirituality it was so natural to me and then I met a friend who's like connected completely in this area of feeling energies it's like did you feel it yes yes and, and they we really got mm, a lot of help from i guess you can call our guides or whatever that played with us a bit so you can't really like play with the energies <laughs> mm -hmm. and then i think a lot a big part of what you need in that stage is a safe space and mm, confirmation confirmation that that you actually feel that's from someone else in the beginning. It's like, ah, you also feel it. Okay, <laughs> then it's here. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, Allowing yeah. and also in a way for me, it was also so important to, I, I don't know, I didn't get that I'm, I was always seeing myself separated from others as like everyone else can channel, everyone else can feel energy. Mm. And I... I'm not that special, <laughs> which now I know it also is connected to the belief, deep belief of I am not enough and I am I'm not good as I am. So I had to work mm. on that too and to realize we are all, we are all channels. It's like yes. Yes. a cable, like I can see it when I 
think about um, my phone uh, when I yes. plug it into the plug hole. It's as if the plug hole it's it's connected to to the universe. It's like the universal love, and then yes. the cable is is the body, mm. and since the phone is like pulling pulling this energy down mm. it's like it's not that it gets like pushed from above it's more that we're pulling it with the gravity in a way also yeah That's sure how i see it in a way um, yes yes know. and it's also definitely and also there's a um, we also receive energy in different ways so uh, I, in the beginning for me, I went to um, like a um, education as like for mediumship, but a modern version where we also had a lot of personal development included. And then uh, we were taught that we had this, this channel and um, that um, we will use that to communicate with our main guide and yeah there were different techniques and, and things and then after a while I realized that um, hey I don't feel it's in my channel I feel it's um, raining energy down on me into my cells and then I know uh, and the teacher didn't quite get it because he was of another construction you could say <laughs> so i think we all have different constructions as well mm. but uh, also um, that we are the more we work in this line it doesn't necessarily have to be that we are connecting with guides the more we work with ourselves and our energy and become aware of it and uh, release blockages the more we're gonna receive the information we need and the i'd say more that our mm, spirit is in the middle here <laughs> the soul may be outside and the body comes afterwards and then we expand out so the more you expand out your energy the more you're going to sort of be able to receive and get in touch with in terms of other dimensions and stuff like that uh, and um, and so, so that's if you he learned in my first teacher that this is where the expansion happens i'd say it's like from here <laughs> from the heart, yeah. yeah from the heart basically from the inner core and and yeah. um, and, and the more we stretch the more it also comes very natural it, the more you know uh like in the everyday you don't have to really connect you just know and and uh, you can pick things in your sort of, you can pick the information you need in the energy field. You don't have to kind of go into another person's energy. You just have to like pick the information. So it's, it's a, it's a, it's a natural, I think, um, progress uh, of uh, basically, and the result of, of working with yourself. And mm -hmm. I, of course, there's people who's channeling uh, in that kind of way too, and uh, has brilliant information uh, and and I prefer to I, I love that too. I mean I especially the people I prefer to listen to channelers who's very uh, aligned, which means that they have worked with mm. themselves a lot too. And and those kind of people they can uh, speak intuitively and be very interesting and also channel and have like super interesting information and, and that I love. <laughs> uh, but I do think we are moving a bit away from this, what also was maybe 20 years ago that it was a channeler 
And this channeler was completely like not developing at all in their other life areas. Uh, And like two personalities going back and forth. And I think that's not uh, really viable any longer. I think it's too, it gets too hard. And I think also the channel gets disturbed because you are in, there's so different frequencies. So you can't really be on those two frequencies at the same time. So yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and it's a lot of disturbance in the air, I'd say. Uh, so I don't think I don't I wouldn't. Tr- um, as a, a, a basic uh, rule, I wouldn't trust the information yeah. that much. But you, I mean, that's also a thing. You always feel if the information if it resonates, it resonates. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. there's no right and wrong in the way. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, yeah <laughs> just tendencies perhaps yeah yeah that was part number one and i hope you enjoyed it a lot and i hope you could take a lot of input with you from that episode and yeah also i want to remind you that oftentimes when we listen to deep input and deep conversations then first we really listen maybe with our mind more and the days after and hours after it drops fully into our system and we really have the chance to feel it and integrate it with our whole being and yeah just that you are aware of that that it can yeah keep working within yourself for the next days and as I already mentioned in the beginning next week will yeah part number two will be released and so you can look forward to that where we will then talk about the feminine and the masculine and how that also has a part like a big part uh, when it comes to alignment and also yeah how to find your own way in that and yeah what it also means for sana uh, which was also very interesting to hear um, about her perspective and before i say goodbye for today i also would like to yeah keep welcoming you to my space uh, my digital space where I am holding space for whatever is alive in you and forever for whatever layer is next for you to, to be worked with. And I work with the Reiki energy, which is yeah, very healing energy, which allows your life force energy to come into flow again. And I also use the tool intuitive coaching based on the Zen coaching approach which is a way more than just a speaking coaching it's really working with your whole system and working on an energetic level which is for me such a beautiful tool to to support others and to yeah just guide you on on your path and if you feel called to work with me then i welcome you and you can just check out my website at mariapla.com 
and you will find all these informations in the show notes and yeah thank you for listening to this podcast and thank you for yeah being you and for keep shining your light and for embracing everything that is present in you right now i wish you a beautiful day and see you next week bye bye